0: Oh, by the way, uh, we should put up a thing at the beginning here. You, uh, drinking game for this. Every time one of us says Rucka, you take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> the nation needs Wonder Woman. On Paradise Island,
1: home of the eternally young and beautiful Amazon. Wonder Woman.
0: Athena, give me strength. Who knows
1: she has the strength of Hercules.
0: A sebiscara. Who
1: knows she has the wisdom of Athena. In all the
0: ways of the future. And don't anything. Princess Diana, the Wonder Woman. Hello, my ever-patient brother Manazons and my sister Amazons, and welcome back to Radio Free Themascara. Yes, that's right, we are still around. I know I owe you all a uh, explanation. Um, not much, Dave, I'm afraid. Um, no, I am not dead. No, I did not get fed up with the wars of man and retreat to my idyllic island outside of time. Uh, no, I'm afraid that just uh, things kind of got bogged down for a while, and at the most inopportune time, uh, we, I had some trouble with the site that we host the Radio Free Themyscira, uh MP3 files on. So at the moment, I am, uh, as you might have read in the uh, state of the podcast address I gave a few weeks ago, I am looking for a new hosting site for the podcast. Uh, I think I have found a couple. Unfortunately, since I am running all this for free, I'm having to choose the lowest possible of monthly uploads. Uh, So if all goes well, this podcast should return just after the new year. (laughs) So sorry about this, guys. Um, We do have an episode coming out today, uh, sort of. Uh, What it is is the crossover event that 75th anniversary of Wonder Woman uh, that took place in October in which I got to cross over with the other two exclusively Wonder Woman podcasts out there right now. The uh, Wonder Woman Warrior for Peace and... Diana Prince Wonder Woman podcasts. It was really great to finally meet the hosts of the other shows and to just kind of connect with people who are as uh, nerdy about Wonder Woman as I am. (laughs) Uh, So finally, I'm I'm so ashamed that it took so long to get this up here. Um, I'm going to be releasing part two of our crossover event. Um, Part one, you need to go over to Wonder Woman Warrior for Peace. Uh, podcast episode seven, which was released October twenty fifth, so just over a month ago, um, you need to go listen to that so that this makes sense. And it's just uh, the three of us kind of geeking out, talking about what we enjoy about uh, the about Wonder Woman, uh, what we think about her most recent adaptations, and what we hope for the future of the films and the comics. Uh, like I said, as far as Radio Free Thematic goes, it's probably going to take just about a month and a half to get everything moved over to the new site. Um, uh, During that time, uh, most of the old episodes will uh, go offline for a little while and then come back up. Um, Probably three or four at a time will go back up on the site. Um, At the moment, though, uh, the new episode and the main episodes of the show will be available. Uh, You just won't be able to access the uh, Wonder Women of History episodes or the episode about uh, William Maldon. So, uh, without further ado... Uh, Here is part two of our 75th anniversary crossover, and I will see you guys in the new year. Thank you guys so much for staying with me during all this. I know that it's really not the most professional of podcasting behavior. Um, So yeah, yeah, thank you guys so much. That really means a lot to me. All right, guys, uh, here we go.
1: Frank, you said you had something, right? I, um, I got a
2: few hot takes take. for you, uh, okay. especially after hearing your origin story. By the way, I forgot to mention, if there's one thing I would add to Wonder Woman's story, if I were to revisit the origins, uh, more humor. I, I think that yeah. one of the problems that Wonder Woman has with reaching an audience is it's sometimes it's so self-serious that people kind of are standoffish toward it. And I think if there were a little bit more humor a little bit more humanity to connect to instead of it feeling so alien to people. Um mm-hmm. but you you made a point of not having Steve Trevor have anything to do with your origin. I'm wondering about your takes on Steve Trevor.
1: Um depends on the era, I guess. Um the 40s era I'm I'm legitimately impressed how equal he is with Wonder Woman. I know Marzin was kind of he had some weird ideas, even even for back then. But like the the re- most recent issue that I read, Wonder Woman says, "Oh, jump into my arms! I'm gonna uh, we're gonna jump out this window to get to the invisible jet faster." And he's like, "Oh no, you're not! You're not gonna carry me like a little baby! I'm gonna go down on a rope." I'm like, "Okay, that works." Because if this was Superman, Superman would just scoop up Lois Lane and, and rush out of there. But he's actually standing up for himself and being a competent. You know he's being his own person, so I really like that. Um, the 80s stuff, I haven't, there's not really too much about Steve that we know, um, to, to get a good feel for him. Um, yeah, the, Perez, one. One.
2: Yeah, the Perez. yeah,
1: sorry, in, in the Perez. Gotcha, gotcha. In, in the, I mean, my, my focus is pre crisis, post crisis, new 52 and the TV show. So, we haven't seen him in New 52 yet. I don't know if he even exists oh. in that universe come to think of it.
0: Um we won't see it. Yeah, you you won't get to him for Actually, I just, won't catch him. I don't think he ever actually appears in the Wonder Woman comic. He appears in other people's comics for the longest time.
2: Okay. Yeah, he was a, a yeah. pretty major figure in the just League of America book, uh both just League and just League of America, he popped up quite a bit. It was Jeff john seemed to be trying to ground Wonder Woman in more of a superhero reality while mm-hmm. and Chang were off doing your fantasy stuff
0: okay I did appreciate that, that
1: was kind yeah of fun. see I, I I decided at the very beginning I could not pay attention to side projects of her because I mean how many freaking justice League and justice society and justice whatever's <laughs> books has she been in through 75 years I'm just like nope I cannot keep track of all of that I'm gonna do one thing and one thing only um but yeah that okay so it is good to hear that he's in there somewhere um
0: that is there too I the,
1: know. Okay. Oh, uh, and 52 at candy. New 52 if it's a candy.
0: like
1: what they, but if it's like what they did with Amanda Waller, uh,
0: it's almost exactly like what they did with Amanda Waller, like, verbatim. but, <sighs> um, but in rebirth, we see her again. And she's once again, a beautiful, full figured black, funny woman. It's fantastic. <laughs>
1: You're talking Amanda or edit or at this point. Etta, Etta, sorry. Etta. Etta. Okay. They So they made at candy black. Okay. Oh cool. yeah. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, the, you, yeah okay um yeah what was the one um was it legends of wonder woman that i was seeing um
2: the the renee release Ch- one
1: the the one that's like um, oh, um the digital the, yeah, the Legend of wonder woman yeah, yeah yeah that with with that at candy that at a candy i really like i need to i need to look into that one more um
0: yeah that, that, yeah, that pulls a lot from the the marston version of that i like
2: that yeah one. Yeah, the, the race doesn't matter, but she has to be plump, or else no, it's not Etta Candy as far as I'm I concerned. mean, it, that,
0: that's
1: Absolutely. kind of—her her name is Etta Candy. Possibly Eta Candy, if you if you really <laughs> want to go there. Her father is, what, like, Minty and—
0: Mint Candy, and then and, her brother's Hard Candy, at the, or—
1: Her mother's name is Toffee. I don't even know. I mean, yeah. I love Hello, that. 1940s comics. <laughs>
0: uh. Edda well, has my heart. She's 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 my she's she's another one of my requirements for any Wonder Woman story.
2: Yeah, yeah. That and there's so much body shaming in comics that she's been one of the heroes for people that aren't the classic you know superhero archetype body type. Mm-hmm. And she's been one of the longest lived too. And I absolutely want that to continue to be the case. I don't I don't need a skinny Eddie Candy. She can be whatever race she wants to be though. That's cool. I, I, they started yeah, doing African American no after oh, yeah. the David E. Kelly uh, TV movie pilot yeah. that uh, flopped. But uh, ever since then, they tried to do yeah, Tracy they... Toms, and then... Was she in that? Yeah, Tracy Toms was in the Was I watched out of That a Candy. Actually, I think that's I, I who they that were drawing the her after.
0: after. I think they were huh. drawing her after Tracy Thomas in the uh, New two comics.
2: Okay, th- that would make sense. They, that was the same
1: era.
0: I think they thought the show was going to get picked up, so that's how, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how that inter- incarnation of her started um they did pump her up for the rebirth fortunately so
1: okay good good
0: yes yes absolutely (laughs) you can rest and see that eventually you'll get back to that (laughs) yeah definitely she's in good hands right now rucka cool i love you rucka if you're listening
2: which actually segues nicely into my next hot take My understanding is that Greg Rucka specifically left writing Wonder Woman because he wanted to do the Earth 2 Wonder Woman project, which was eventually assigned to Grant Morrison. And my understanding is that assignment was sort of the straw that broke the camel's back. And it's funny to me that Rucka is coming back to Wonder Woman telling a new version of her origin story to a large degree with the Nicola Scott stories. So my question to you is, A, um, how do you feel about that situation, if that's true? B, have you read Earth 2 by Grant Morrison and Yannick Paquette, and what do you think of it? And C, do you think that Rucka will better that?
1: I'm not familiar with Earth 2 Wonder Woman. Uh, Let me look that up here.
0: I I haven't read Earth 2 yet. I did like – was it Earth 1?
2: You may be correct. I think it is Earth 1. I'm sorry. Oh, the Earth 1. Okay. I was
1: going to say – i didn't read that um from what i from the reviews i saw it it wasn't it's not exactly the type of thing that would fit my my personal preferences but it didn't look especially bad
0: i'm excited for Um,
1: whether or not rucka
0: (laughs) sorry go ahead uh grant morrison i kind of have a love-hate relationship with him he uh started my favorite era of the x-men um but uh I, I, I liked uh, I like what they did with Earth One Batman and Superman, and I hear, I understand, the Wonder Woman Earth One draws really, really heavily on Marston's idea of uh, loving submission. So I'm really excited to see what they what they did with that, because uh, most people since then have not gone to really play with that hoof written Wonder Woman um i didn't realize that uh uh, that was where rucka left uh i just assumed that um every every time there was a big big reboot in the last like 20 years of wonder woman dc just kind of took the entire staff and hired a new one to uh to kind of refresh her, I guess, hoping for, uh, hoping for a hit. Um, so I just assumed that was the reason. I didn't know that's why he left. Um, I, I think something happened at Marvel that, that he, that, uh, that kind of, uh, angered him too. So he came back to DC again. Um, of course he came back to DC and they assign, uh, Frank Cho, I think to do the covers for his book. And, well, Frank Cho has been known to, uh, to 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 draw women on covers in very sexualized ways. Uh, you guys might remember the Spider Woman cover where she's like crawling on all Ugh. fours, and yeah. her her butt is like two separate orbs moving. And ah, and I, I want to know who 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 thought it was a good idea to put Frank Cho and Greg Rucka in the same room. Greg Rucka is very protective of Wonder Woman. His Wonder Woman does not even. He has a rule that she will not wear heels. His Wonder Woman wears boots because they're practical, and (laughs) but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see what he's doing with it. He's, I, I, I I would trust him with my life, so yeah, I trust him with Wonder Woman. Didn't didn't the
1: Earth One Wonder Woman only come out this year? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, because Rocco left ten ye- left his original run ended like ten years ago. It's been in production yeah. that long.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, good yeah. grief! Yeah. Like they like they Grant Morrison released some art from it like several years ago. Okay. And it's only just happened now. It's really, really uh, uh, the Batman Earth One Volume Two uh, was written and published. Since they announced the Wonder Woman Earth one, (laughs) like the entire production of Kids came (laughs) through.
2: Dang it, DC. (sighs) Yeah, no, okay. My hope is that Rucka betters it. I have read it. Uh, Grant Morrison, I love sometimes, and other times, again, I'm pretty indifferent to what he's doing. He was just whispering sweet nothings in my ear leading up to Earth One coming out, though, again, because of his his intended fidelity to Morrison, and just interesting little, all kinds of interesting little tidbits about how much thought they were putting into it. And then upon reading it, I, I just found it, I had issues with it, and I think that, Grant Morrison, whether intentionally or not, was making negative judgments against the philosophies that were espoused by the One Woman comics – and he couldn't help but insert himself into that, and it, I, I thought that was unfortunate. So I think Ruck is a little bit more of a true believer, and my hope is that when I buy those trades, I'm gonna be very happy with them.
0: Does he is he like kink shaming in the more uh, is Morrison kink shaming in Earth One? There's or? there's
2: elements of that. There's very like when you're talking about the loving submission, uh, there, that's a there's a very pointed rebuttal against that in the book. Um, I, I don't want to say too much because if you all do right, tend to right. read it, it's it's a, a key moment. It, it involves a change that's made to Steve Trevor. And uh, I don't want to go into too much detail. I don't want to spoil it for y'all. But yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, a criticism, and in particular, with given your love for Etta Candy, the way that Etta Candy is viewed by the Amazons is very distasteful to me. Oh
0: no!
1: I, I don't know if you guys can still hear me because my computer freaked out. But yeah, I did hear about what they did with the Amazons and and Etta, and it's just come on, people! <sighs> Dang it! <laughs> can, can you can can you still hear me? By the way, yeah, you know, like, you're, like, you're kind of out there for a minute. Okay, good. Could you hear me yelling at my computer? <laughs> I <don't
2: laughs> think you a little can. bit. No, I could not Okay.
1: There uh, was me going, "Oh, dang it, computer! What are you doing?" So, okay,
2: we're good. Okay. Uh, do we want another hot take, or somebody willing to jump in?
1: I I don't have anything else, Matt. If you got something, I can contribute nothing.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: Oh uh, no worries. I think it was Ruka, but I think he's been back by DC since then. Announced Wonder Woman was officially bisexual. How do we feel about that?
0: I really like. I, I um. I, I really like that they went ahead and did that. Um, there's always been that uh that queer uh. I, I don't say it, it hasn't always been subtext, but queer subtext on Paradise Island that every once in a while does become text. Um, actually I think uh, I, I, I might go to the penalty box for this one. I think it was Rucka who was about to, uh, it was either Rucka or some, or Gail Simone was about to write the storyline where, uh, Philippus and Hippolyta, um, guy come out, that they've been together all this time and they get married. Um, so that, that subtext becoming text has always been there, uh, for the Amazons. Um, uh, it, it, it makes sense that Wonder Woman would be bisexual, but um my only thing about how they're doing that is it's kind of odd to me that um in that book where they talk about her uh being being queer and bisexual um is that she's had relationships with the other Amazons on the island
1: Yes, that. I, uh, I'm sorry Th- yeah, go these are the two, please. if if it, it depends on the origin I'll, uh, you <laughs> yes, know, so yes, I, yes. I I don't know yet but if here, this is know. the origin. Where she has, she was the only child on this island, and these women all raised her together. Yeah, she calls them sisters, but they're basically her aunts.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and, then, and then
1: that. Yeah.
0: Then, then we're also, and then there's like that, but we're also like applying it to there's magic and immortality and things in play too. So, a, uh, yeah, exactly. That that's exactly my thing about it is it is kind of odd to me that they're kind of aunts and. Uh like um in the in the Ruka run earlier um oh by the way uh we should put up a thing at the beginning here you, uh drinking game for this every time one of us says Ruka you take a drink.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and Ruka's uh he had uh well I guess actually uh Jimenez and Perez had the uh, Amazon's of oh Nana uh, Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh come in so there were all these new ones there and the Blacksmith IO was in love with Wonder Woman um but it was a one-sided love which which makes sense because i uh i was not is isn't one of the wonderful uh one of the amazons who watched uh wonder woman grow up she's a she's a new person on the island um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think thanks for putting that into words for me angela yeah that's yeah that's the only thing about it otherwise that makes perfect sense and it doesn't de-legit- delegitimize anything that she's done before. Um, I think I think a lot of people are having issues with it because they don't understand what the word queer means in that context. But I think I think a lot of people are just thinking that she's just gay. It's like, isn't what that means?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest with you. Even in my earlier life, I I didn't really fully comprehend what bisexuality meant, and I mm-hmm. had some some issues with it, and finally I, I, I talked to a, by a person who was able to explain it to me, and I finally understood and realized, and what's it to me anyway? Um, but I, I would say that one Woman was pretty unambiguously straight pre-crisis. But post, mm-hmm. post-crisis, she was essentially asexual, and that was something that was hard to, to grapple with. But in the, the Wonder Woman fan right. community, there was the, the, uh, the rating theory was that she's a lesbian who can't come out because it's 1988, you know? And so for years, we all just kind of said, okay, well, she's, she's a lesbian. That's why Steve Trevor, when he's in the book, is sort of this vestigial element. That's why she doesn't seem to have any relationships with anybody. Um, although the time she spent with the Capitalises was like, hmm, I kind of wonder, you know, maybe she had a um, Sarah Paulson thing going on there. Um, <laughs> But then once uh, John uh, Byrne came on, they they were trying to shift it back towards unambiguously straight again, and it had been too many years and too many people that had a vested interest in Wonder Woman having a, a more diverse sexuality weren't really game for that. And I think that it's the best compromise to just have her be bi. And I think that one of the best things about Wonder Woman Earth 1 is that Morrison comes at it from a very queer positive standpoint. Uh, the 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 Amazons very clearly have relations. And I think that Greg Rucka is still unpacking his story. And my hope is that he'll find a way of allowing uh, the bisexuality and for Wonder Woman to have sexual experience without it being icky ant stuff.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I trust him wholeheartedly so i i'm sure he i'm sure something in there will, he, he's got that on on tap <laughs>
2: okay i've got one more one more for you but if, if y'all sure you don't want to try anything else before we go i
1: i i'm i got nothing
2: <laughs> okay yeah
0: i'm mean, sorry sorry <laughs>
2: Wonder Woman is a United Nations ambassador. She's a a fictional character. She's a superhero. She's the only superhero in all of existence that can claim that sort of honor. And given her history, if you look at books that she's put out over the years, like the anti-mind comic that they put out in the, uh, I think, late 90s, early 2000s, I, I can't think of a character that is better suited for that role and I just, I just want to say how awesome that is, and, I, and I'd like us all to just relish how, how incredible uh, an opportunity this is to, to have one Woman be explored and have her positive message be brought out to the world.
1: Oh, definitely. Oh, absolutely! Oh my God.
0: Absolutely, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> that that's one of the first things that that got me interested in the character was the the Rucka idea of her being a UN ambassador of Themyscira and you know living in the embassy. That was that was completely new to me when I first
0: discovered the character. Mm-hmm. And yeah, make ever make a TV show. That's what they need to do. They need to have there you go the embassy. They need to have Ferdinand the Minotaur. They need to
1: yes, have... Ferdinand,
0: yes, Ferdinand. <laughs> I love Ferdinand, so <laughs> <laughs> It's
1: so great. There's this giant bull monster who's making the, the food at the, at the embassy. I mean, how do you not love
0: that? Uh, yeah, but no, it's so cool. It's, it's so neat that Linda Carter is standing on stage talking at the UN because, like like you said, she's Wonder Woman talks at the UN. She's a representative there. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, fiction becoming reality. <laughs> yep,
2: yep, definitely. So, Matt, um, what are your basic impressions of her? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> here we
1: go again
0: uh, she's a wonder and a woman and... <laughs> no no Um,
1: just start singing the theme song
0: you know it <laughs> uh, I, wish, I wish I could just grab I should grab that quote that I talked about in my, my opening episode um, shoot uh, uh, this is good podcasting right here yeah.
2: Definitely <laughs> That's what everything's for. <laughs> Truncate silence maximum levels. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cut out all of the stuttering. All of it.
0: Oh god, I will prob- I'll probably have like twenty minutes in this hour-long recording of me where I'm not stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> but um for Wonder Woman she's uh, um... a. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, that's it. So much pressure. <laughs> Feel you guys' eyes staring into me right now. I'm looking at this
2: microphone so hard.
0: <laughs> she's a character with so many aspects. Um, like we were talking about, that she has that that warrior uh, aspect. She's the ambassador. Uh, she she's the princess, but she, she she's a princess wielding wielding a sword, and she's a warrior trying to wield and fight for peace. Um,
1: him. <laughs> There is a reason I chose that name. Well, there is also the reason that Wonder Woman, Princess of the Amazons, is already taken, but yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, years go than That one, anyways. I think hasn't it now? Was it? Was that the? Yeah,
1: he only lasted like two episodes. Yeah. Maybe three. Actually, I just saw as I was on Twitter with the the whole sorry uh, tangent here. Um, that I I saw like, like, when I was scrolling like, like, through the hashtag. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, when I was scrolling through the hashtag, I saw something called the "Satin Tights" podcast. Yes. I was yeah. looking. I was looking on the Facebook page and I can't find any actual episodes, so I was going to try to mess yeah, the guy.
0: I messaged him the other day. Assuming it's um, a guy. I, oh, I'm assuming that too. That's what's that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I talked to him the. I,
1: I will <laughs> say this as a woman who podcasts: ninety-nine percent of the other male or of the other comics podcasts out there are guys. I mean that's just
0: fact. See yeah, that, that two thirds of all the Wonder Woman podcasters are men right now. Three of us. Yep. Um Which yeah.
1: yeah I'm, I'm women listen all to them, so that I can be once again the only Wonder Woman podcast. Sorry, <laughs> uh, continue.
0: Uh, yeah, no. He they they set up their Facebook page and they're posting things and everything, but they haven't posted any episodes yet. But they're going to. Um, I actually told them um, it was actually it was right over me and you had talked before about the, this crossover, and I told them about that and that they need to contact you whenever they get up to. Uh We could do this here, but um, they're they're very active Facebook. They just haven't. uh, No, no actual episodes. Hmm. Fair enough. It's harder than it looks, you know. Uh,
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Plus, they'd be cutting into my shtick. They want to review the TV show. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I, i'm kidding I'll be, if you're listening whoever it is out there who does satin Tights podcast you are more than welcome to review the tv show i've got zero problem with that they out of our territory t- <laughs> matt <laughs> what did we t- talk about this we, we said this we're trying to be nice remember what does wonder woman say she doesn't pe- beat people up first oh la <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah no seriously if, if you're out there please jump in the pool the water's great
0: absolutely absolutely <laughs>
2: Well, I'll, I'll be honest, though, with uh, specifically with Warrior for Peace, uh, because of the era, eras you're covering, I'm trying to make a point of k- filling in the holes between those eras. Like, I, I never read a lot of the Bronze Age stuff after the uh, Mike Sikowski run, and I'm starting to dive into mm-hmm. that more. So I'm happy to be led in these places where I'm actually quite enjoying the stories.
1: Okay. Yeah, that, that's fine. I mean, I'm I'm doing one episode from the three different ages um plus the tv show which I, I, and i actually did the math the uh a bit ago and i'm like oh, wait a minute it's gonna take me like six years to just to get through the tv show oh i've made a horrible i've made a bad life choice here <laughs> but no we're, we're it's fine i'm I'm good with this just gonna keep chugging along and hopefully don't drop off the face of the earth anytime soon
0: it, it's easy to do i mean i uh I, I just yeah. filled up my SoundCloud, so I can't post any more episodes until I either buy a domain or buy a SoundCloud subscription. <laughs> Here's
1: See, what I'm doing, I got a Dropbox, and there's a way you can set those to public. Yeah, so I as long get that as water. you couldn't get that? Okay. Yeah. But- I, at first, I was using um, the, the Google Drive, but then I got an email saying, hey, we're not doing hosting on Google Drive anymore. I'm like, drat. Oh, okay. Yeah. So go. I had to switch
0: yeah, over to there, SoundCloud. I, was, I wasn't doing Dropbox. I was doing Not SoundCloud. To uh, Dropbox. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that be, try that
1: plus I have the YouTube backup because I have had mm-hmm. way too many shows just completely disappear the, and I don't the, want that to happen the
0: pendant universe one
1: yes uh, pendant moment of had,
0: silence that had Ferdinand
1: <laughs> yes it did That. that's yeah yes it did uh, it was we, so great
0: thank you for joining us for the Ferdinand the Minotaur podcast and his friend Wonder Woman
1: <laughs> there you go Ferdinand uh, cook chef chef for oh hold on I can come, come up, up with for, this
0: Cooking for Crete?
1: Cooking for cooking, <laughs> cooking for Minos. Cooking for it's Minos. Goodness. I like that. Yep. Ferdinand, Cooking for Minos. Absolutely. That's the new podcast. <laughs> who cares about Wonder Woman? Who would cut my episode uh, countdown a whole ton? He was only in, what, a few years worth, not 75.
0: <laughs> just so you know, I am going to cut out that who cares about Wonder Woman, and it will be part of my new theme.
1: Hey, now wait a minute. <laughs> That's not Here's fair. Here's a
0: promo for your piece. Who cares about Wonder Woman? <laughs>
1: Oh, I knew this was a bad idea.
0: And here's twenty seconds of her screaming at her computer.
1: <laughs> Dang it.
0: Here's forty-five minutes of Matt stuttering. Occasionally occasionally moaning Rucca.
1: <clears> okay. <throat> <laughs> it's been an absolute delight talking to you guys. If people want to hear more from me, they can check out my website wonderwomanwarriorforpeace.wordpress.com where each month I recap and review an issue from the pre-crisis, post-crisis, New 52, and episode of the 70s TV show all in chronological order. Or you can look the show up on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks so much.
2: 75 Birthdays, The Secret Origins of Wonder Woman is a feature-length podcast in which I relay a variety of origin stories for Wonder Woman from over her three-quarters of a decade history, along with running commentary from Angela, Matt, and a host of other people. It's the fifth episode of the Diana Prince Wonder Woman podcast, which is currently intended to be released bi-weekly for the rest of the anniversary year. You can check that out via its website, Diana Prince is the New Wonder Woman, the Rolled Spine podcast website, or it's available for download on iTunes.